Simple. Danny goes to the movies, writes a review. You hear him on the podcast, now you know what he would do. Grab your popcorn and your soda or your healthier snacks. Enjoy the film and just relax. You don't have to do this all alone. Join our community and we'll talk about it, yo. I scream, you scream for movies. And that's what we be doing. I scream, you scream for movies. And that's what we be doing. I scream, you scream for movies. And that's what we be doing. All right, everybody. Welcome to I Screen, You Scream for Movies. Today is Wednesday, January 18th. Fuck it, it's a raw feed. We are doing it live. My name is Danny Eskamalaji. And before we get in depth into Megan today, this episode kind of was a little overdue because now I did get to see this movie past few days ago on Sunday. And even before then, I had a guest booked to do this episode with me. And unfortunately, he could not make it to any of the day somehow as he's been busy this past few days. And I didn't want to wait last second him to do this episode so for now it looks like i will be recording and doing this myself on a raw feed it's unfortunate and that's okay because that guest from for now from now till march he will be on my episode in that month for scream six as of right now we're getting this trailer tomorrow so i can't wait to see what the movie is fully gonna be a surprise one without Neve Campbell or something. But you know what? Let's just drop that and let's just go on to this episode. So I really apologize if this episode ends up being a little overdue. But you know what? Some days, some other days, we're not always perfect in podcasting and that's okay. So let's just go ahead and begin this episode. So Megan, what a film to begin season. And this is funny too. Just like last year, I began my show with a horror movie, which was Scream 5. And I remember it was a good time in the movies for this kind of film to begin my show, especially for a franchise that's been revived from a decade ago. But this Megan film is no other franchise, but a franchise that was compared to other creepy doll films like Chucky, Annabelle. But this film, this kind of doll film i'm just like surprised that i really wound up seeing it so badly and that was like way before the movie came out so there are kind of reasons why i got involved in this movie megan and it's because they first dropped a trailer around october i believe and even before then i was not interested in this movie as we got the poster of it from last year's CinemaCon. And I did a CinemaCon episode with Pat from the B.O. Boys, Archive Season 1, and find that CinemaCon episode if you can. I talked about, and I touched base on Megan with Universal's presentation. And then, October of last year, we got the trailer, and the way it looks, and the way it starts, and the way it shows what the movie is, I was really timidly surprised what this movie looked like, and how it feels. And either way, I... Never usually liked this kind of genre for these horror movies. But this is actually not anything supernatural or anything. This is actually science fictional. So the way how it goes, it's about a a, uh, a female robotic 
Maker. I'm just literally trying to put this pieces together. So the character played by Allison Williams, which we'll get into, is a robotic robot maker from a toy company who made this artificial intelligent robotic doll called Megan. And it was used to make for to take care of her niece who her parents were in a car accident named Katie to play with to keep up to keep her busy because she doesn't know how to because uh, Gemma doesn't know how to like take care of her own niece and this is not something she's equipped for so she made this kind of technology and invention to keep Katie from being happy and all that. And it really protects the companion of her and anything that goes goes against her in harm's way. And seems like more in harm's way, obviously, anything can happen, right? It's literally what Megan does, like what Chucky does, what Annabelle does, literally. So I don't want to go into depth into spoilers, but technically this is what the movie's really about. I may sound like I didn't put the piece well together but I hope I did just correctly but that's what the movie is really about so and uh got to see this movie like I said a few days ago on Sunday I really was touched and enjoyed on this movie like it's not like I preferred over Scream but I thought this was a good movie to begin and even before then this film had extreme positive buzz word of mouth reviews and people coming out of the theaters and Loving this movie. I seen it all over on Twitter. It literally touched me in surprise that every that this movie is actually so good, which actually hyped me hyped me so much to seeing it. So, so ideally, I prefer this movie, or let's say this will become a franchise eventually. But I prefer this franchise over these other than any other doll creepy doll films like Chucky and Annabelle. Well, reasons why. This movie had touched me a lot is because three things what this movie did to me as I watch it. It has humor, which no other creepy doll movie. I don't know. I haven't seen those movies, but I never I was always scared of these creepy dolls and all that. So but this movie somehow had touched base on its humor, which really was a surprise that this movie got praised a lot on its campy humor and all that social commentary. That, that is pretty good. I liked what this movie was. It, it really kept me at bay to enjoy the movie offside from the horror action. And has a great heartfelt story. Like I touched base, it's the girl's parents died in a car accident. And now she's being taken care of by, by her niece who made this robotic, artificial intelligent robotic female doll to keep her busy and playful with her. And had some touching moments in that movie too with the chemistry i like that i like that it was heartful i have to say it was pretty interesting and from when i touched base on the trailer a few minutes ago uh the lighter tone it the tone of the movie feels very light and the movie itself looks very quite light to enjoyed i mean i i was touched to seeing what this movie was and i actually like how it shows and the direction it goes i liked what megan was really about and i liked where it was going so Honestly, I I think I'm going to be stuck with this franchise in my head. So I would prefer Megan over other creepy doll movies. I think this is actually a touching one, to say the least. It's actually pretty good. So um, other than that, I want to touch base on... So 
we got the great performances in this movie, but there's one person I would want to go over, and she's not been in these movies for so long, ever since Get Out, and this is Allison Williams we're talking about. Boy, uh, look, female actresses, I had a ton of respect. This actress really did so good job of fulfilling her character and fulfilling and literally surprised what I seen on her. And look, I'm hoping she comes into new. I hope she comes into more movies. Hope she's back in the sequel. I don't know. But Allison Williams, she's just already becoming a star. I'm so sure that people know her name. So honestly, I had a, I was touched on her performance along with the, the doll performances. I forget her name and all that, but it was very creative to say the least. I actually enjoyed the performance. I liked it. So I think they did a great job with this movie, with the performances. It looks great. I actually loved it. And um, like I said, Megan will likely become a franchise. And I can see that happening. When The first thing I got out of the theater and by the ending, I'm like, yeah, this will likely become a franchise now that I think about it. So um, Megan 2, even before it ended, they already announced a sequel. And it's already being developed from Blumhouse and Universal. And shout out to Jason Blum. He's been killing with Blumhouse recently, except Halloween ends. That was not a good movie. It was terrible. But promising from one of their movies last year, The Black Phone. I really should have saw that, but that was a good film that Jason Blum did really good on in this premise. So we will see a ton of Blumhouse production movies eventually, especially with the sequel for Megan. I'm very touched on what this movie was and how it follows. So I got to say this was pretty good. Now, um, honestly, that's all I got, really. I mean, the movie was great start to this year and season two. I actually am surprised what the movie was. It was insanely enjoyable. I had a great time and I'm hoping to see more of the sequels like Megan in the coming years. So as of right now, for what I heard, it probably will be scheduled for 2025 so it's gonna be like two years but that's okay which means they really want to create something new and not something fatigue so if they're really taking their time i have respect so as long as you're not rushing these kind of movies into writing and to to making it already and the release the following year yeah that could be a little problem but two years that could be a promise so i don't know we'll see what happens but Megan will eventually become a horror doll franchise. And, oh, my God, wait. Of course, why do I forget the touching premise to what this movie was? I mean, let's not forget Megan was dancing in the trailers and the movie. I mean, wow. Such creative way to get the people watching the movie. And surprisingly, that's what the whole viral marketing was really about. So I was touched on that. I'm like, what am I looking at? What kind of dance is that? And why did it do that? But I guess it was just to intimidate the marketing and the facting premise of what Megan was and speaking of that something I got touched base on which also got people to see this movie including myself so weeks ago and last month uh there was the NFL Rams and Broncos game happening on Christmas day and for what I heard or I'm not sure if it was that game or not I don't know but there were few People dressed up as Megan promoting the movie during either a halftime or a commercial break in the stands of watch of during the football game. 
And I'm sure people already witnessed it, but Universal's already paid somebody or Blumhouse already paid someone to market the hell out of this movie, which is done in a great fashion way to viral marketing. This is a great way, which I believe why Megan was a great horror movie to start this year of January. And usually horror movies are not just like, excuse me, fuck it's Rafi. Let me just rephrase. January is usually a slow, slow, slow start until we got Scream last year. And then now we got Megan this year. And those were mov- those were the only movies that stand out big. And it's got to have its solid legs. Which right now, Megan's doing business at the box office. And it's doing great. So, I'm very impressed. I'm, I'm very impressed to see what the movie... And it only costs like $12 million to make. So, by that worldwide total of $90 million, it's already a success. So, kudos to Universal and Blumhouse for that. But yeah, I literally almost forgot to touch base. Like I said, the viral marketing and the dancing part of Megan in the trailer, it was just a huge wild card to see if people would be interested in that. And now somehow it was outdone well. It it was just creative. Whoever performed, whoever motion captures Megan, this was just amazing. Wow, that was nuts. I don't know if that was just done visually or not. Well, you don't know. Yeah, um, I do want to say real quick on this guest I wanted to have include. So. One of my guests from last year was Malik was Malik from Movies Real podcast who was on my pregame nope episode. He was the guest I was, he was the guest that he was going to be on my show, but unfortunately he couldn't make it. Like I said, so he wanted to mention that Megan he really liked it and it was such a fun movie to kick off the new year with and can wait can't wait for that sequel and what they do. Just hope it's rated R, eight out of ten from him so uh malik malik if you're listening to this episode thank you so much and i understand your schedule but hopefully this coming march you'll be back for scream six we're both gonna get down heavy on this movie way more father and dad thanks for sharing your thoughts on megan really appreciate you and good luck to your goals and all that so thanks and he did get to see the movie last week opening weekend i didn't so i saw it like a few days sunday so it's never too late. I hope it's not too late to even doing this podcast and episode and all that. But once a, once in a while, it's never been a good ad schedule, but we'll see. But yeah, um, ladies and gentlemen, I think that's all I got to say for Megan. Megan was a fun film to start off. Great film to kick off horror and horror movies do biz. They should never put street. They never they should never put movies like Megan or any of these Blumhouse production movies on streaming. I think they will do great biz as long as you get the word out. Megan has the great word out and all that. It's very good. If you haven't seen Megan, go see it. It will surprise you. It will It will not have like traumatized. And don't forget, I'm surprised also. They got away with a PG-13 rating. And so we're hopefully going to see an R-rated sequel for sure. Because I don't mind watching these bloody kills and all that. But for sure... I can dig into an R-rated now that I see what Megan was for a PG-13 film. On that, I'm surprised what they got away with. So, it really worked for me, I guess. So, But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that will conclude this episode. If you made it through this episode to the end, thank you so much for listening. And great Season 2 kicking off to Megan. Next few more weeks. Knock at the Cabin is my next film and another horror movie. From director M. Night Shyamalan. And of course... I have a guest who's also a Shyamalan fan, and she will be on my show this 
few more weeks on this podcast on my show. So not going to cabin something I've been looking forward to way more than Megan. So let's just, I'm just going to be real on that Rafi. Let's just say knock of the cabin. It's going to put me on the edge of my seat way more. So we'll, we'll see what happens. So yeah, that's going to be it. Be it. If you want to stay in touch and update with me, anything, or if you want to share, contact me, go ahead and email me at dscomalajgmail.com. Follow and subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple, and I have a YouTube channel now. So if the YouTube channel will be in the episode show notes that you can find and subscribe, hit that bell. And if you happen to be listening on watch listening to this podcast on YouTube or watching it either way, hit that sma- smash that like button. Just smash it hard as you can to get that number. And about Anchor, now I do want to mention Anchor real quick. It's not, the app itself used to be a listening app podcast, but it's not officially an app listening podcast anymore. I don't know why they changed it. So all you can do is click that Anchor Anchor link, or if you happen to usually go on Anchor, you can just listen to it from like the mobile version or the website desktop, either way. I guess Anchor is still a major platform, but I hope they should change the desktop, the app version of Anchor. Kind of sucks. But yeah, Anchor, Spotify, Apple, YouTube. If you happen to listen to the show on Apple, rate and review five stars. Greatly appreciate it. Don't forget to even follow my social media platforms on Twitter and TikTok. The audiograms I will be still making, particularly this episode. Hopefully for people that are coming in from these audiograms to listen to this episode fully for real. Hope you enjoy this audiograms and I will be kicking Further on with the autograms. And of course, email me if anything on dscomalaji at gmail.com. And ladies and gentlemen, my name is Danny signing off. I have nothing to I have nothing to conclude on until next time. I'll be screaming you all at I Screen, you scream for movies. Nailed.